This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Movies. Mr. Niall O'Brien is with us on the line. How are you doing, Niall? I'm very well. How are you, Shane? I'm good. I'm good. So we're getting straight down to it. And I think we're challenging a lot of people. I yes. have turned the difficulty level up to, up to extremely hard yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, on who's that talking now. Because some people were saying it's too easy. Okay. So every week we give you the voice of a, a well-known actor and we ask you to tell us who, who that actor is. And it's always connected to one of the movies that we're talking about. Now, it's a little more oblique today. <laughs> I, the didn't connection, get, I, did, I couldn't get it so there you go okay okay so let's hear him okay here it is Bergman was an extraordinary uh, movie maker an extraordinary director for the theater director mm-hmm. great theater director and and he was an extraordinary teacher and an inspirer for his uh, actors and he he created uh, um, a relationship between all the people he worked with uh, everybody went along and did whatever they could to present something valuable to the project yeah not not a clue not a clue no, do okay. I have he's an icon of cinema you definitely like people will definitely have, have seen him in a film if they can't even if they don't remember exactly what his name is give it a guess give it a guess on 086 658 and we might have another clue later on now we're talking about Netflix cuties because this hit the news this week in spectacular fashion can you tell yeah. us about this so this uh, it was released on Netflix last week and I, I didn't review it because I didn't I haven't seen it. So I have watched it and I'm not really going to review it today, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the controversy which people might be aware of around this film. So this film is directed by a director called Mayamuna Decore. You'll have to uh, forgive my uh, my uh, pronunciation <laughs> there. And she is from Senegal and as a young uh, woman she emigrated to France and this film tells the story of an 11 year old girl called Amy who just like the director emigrated to France from Senegal when she was young and Amy ends up joining a group a dance group uh, of local girls and she has a very strict Muslim upbringing and I suppose in a way to rebel against the strictness of that upbringing she encourages the dance group then to kind of make their routines a little bit more say adult because she's seen these things on Instagram she's seen these things on on TikTok so 
they're doing dance routines that really aren't suitable for them. And the the controversy about this film really has been how Netflix has marketed it. Yes. So they have used images maybe that would make people think, well, this is a certain type of movie. And really what it is, and the director has kind of come out and said, the, what the film is about is that society is not giving children the tools to grow up healthily, if you like, and have a have a have a a mature, I suppose they are children, but you know they they see these uh, routines and things on social media, and they want to emulate them, even though they're they're still children. Um, and you know, I would encourage people to watch the movie and then make a judgment, as opposed to make a judgment just on, on the, the poster of, and uh, the marketing. And yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, my brother, by the way, has messaged my own phone <laughs> oh. for the answer, and he's wrong. It's not Christopher Plummer. <laughs> uh, he, he <laughs> the number, by the way, is 0861800658, not mine. Um, okay, so we this I'm very excited about because, you know, it's got my guy in it. It does. And before we get into the meat of the movie itself, let's, uh, the, the listeners will want to know, Keanu with a beard or Keanu without a beard, Sinead? Either. Either. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Either way. Okay. He's flawless. He's just flawless. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the third movie in the Bill and Ted franchise. Long awaited. I mean, it's been a long time since uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, which mm. was the last film. And... Um, it, it follows Bill S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan, uh, our two laid-back heroes. Um, but they are in the melancholy autumn of their middle age, if you like, like, like me, basically. <laughs> and um, they, they are exactly the same. They have been caught in a kind of Peter Pan moment. They've never grown up, if you like. Mm-hmm. At the end of Bogus Journey, we had been told that they would write a song that would unite all of humanity, but it doesn't seem to have happened. They've kind of had a, a bad breakup with their band. And although they're still best friends mm-hmm. forever, um, they have ne- They have not really, as we all we have to do is look out the window to know that they've not united humanity <laughs> at all. Um yeah, so like they're like I say, they're getting on in years. While Stallions had had a, has a, a loss of popularity, um, but they are still the same characters that we know and love. And um, they are visited by a, a, a lady called Kelly, who turns out to be the daughter of Rufus, who people would know as the great George Carlin, uh, who was in the first two movies. And she has arrived to tell them that they are destined once again to compose a great track that will bring the world together and not only bring the world together, but prevent the destruction of space and time. Ah. So, so they go off on a quest to do that. The only thing is, because they're middle-aged and like me they're a little bit lazy they don't want to actually have to compose the song (laughs) so they think they'll just go into the future and steal the song from their future selves (laughs) I love it at the same time they have two uh, daughters now two respective daughters uh, Tia who is Ted's daughter and Billy who's Bill's daughter and um, they go off on a kind of side quest as well which has a lot in common with the first movie so we have a little clip here yeah okay here we go greetings my excellent friends. Do we know you? I'm Kelly. Wait, you're Rufus's daughter. I am, and I've been wanting to meet you my whole life. It must be very disappointing. Not at all. We have a problem, gentlemen. Potentially a very serious problem. About the music? About the music. They just want to talk to you. <laughs> Dude, I got a very bad feeling about this. It'll be fine, Ted. They totally love us in the future, dude. 
And away they go into the future. Uh, now look, Bill and Ted is one of these kind of, let's say, franchise at this point because it's kind of, a, it's got three movies um, that, you know, it's it's like a guilty pleasure kind of one, isn't it? Does it kind I of... Know, does I, it, don't, I don't feel guilty about it. I think okay. it's, it's a great franchise. Yeah. Okay. And this does not disappoint, this third one. And this is the movie that has put the biggest smile on my face the whole year okay. I just enjoyed it so much it is great fun it's not perfect by any means um, I uh, I think it, it suffers maybe a little I'm not sure I haven't read a lot of it behind the scenes it's got a really abrupt ending it just felt like there was another scene that was missing uh, you introduce these new daughter characters and you've got two new actresses playing the princesses who people would know from the previous movies and they have a little side quest as well that they're on and I feel we could have seen more of of those you know what I mean but having said that I mean it's just great the two guys have not lost any of their chemistry Um, I am I am a little less sure about Keanu because he just brings a little John Wick when I see him now I'm kind of going he he could he could kill us all (laughs) Step away from him. But Alex Winter, who hasn't really had a, much of a career, he he just, he looks exactly the same and he, he he is fantastic in this. But it's a great movie. It really will, it will cheer you up. And we all need that. So what are we giving it out of five? I will give it four out of five. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on text on 086-1800-658, John Ash, Kentstown and County Meath, well done, my man. He's oh, well. He's the okay. only guy that has it. And uh, can we give a clue? He said, the actor is Ming from the 80s Flash Gordon movie. <laughs> That's true. That yeah. is true. Well yeah. done, John Ash. Uh, keep them coming, people. Come on. 086-1800-658. That is a big clue for you. Uh, uh, loads of, yeah, there's a good few coming in. It's not okay. Stephen Fry. It's not Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're bamboozling them all today. Now, this one is our random review. What happened, Miss Simone? Do you want to key this one up before I, I will. tell yeah, you yeah. what I thought? So yeah. This is a documentary about uh, Eunice Wayman, or Nina Simone, as she's better known. And if you don't know her music... Get on Spotify now and start. Right now, she, yeah. She is fantastic. And she was born in North Carolina, segregated North Carolina, and uh, w- received classical piano training from the age of four. And early in her life, wanted to be, quote-unquote, a serious musician. Um, discrimination kind of kept her from that dream. Uh, and she started singing in bars and nightclubs, and she changed her name from Eunice to Nina. And um, when she did it, it seemed to be like a really quick road to success. So this is about her life, and I, I, I mean, not to spoil it, but I learned so much from this. Yeah. What did you think of this documentary? Yeah, I, I really did learn an awful lot about about Nina Simone. And like you say, you know, I, I've obviously known her music. I knew that she was a bit of a volatile character, uh, that kind of thing, but not to the extent, I suppose, that this documentary highlights. By the way, uh, Nicola Casti on Twitter, she's saying um, she watched it ahead of the discussion. Uh, she says, see, I do what you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're asking her what, what we thought, what she thought of it. She said, liked it, but I was scared of her a bit and yes you will have a different opinion I think of, of Nina Simone um, but you know look her genius is absolutely uh, highlighted in this I mean you learn so much about her life as you say you know she she um, born and segregated in North Carolina uh, you know very very difficult uh, childhood she was quite a lonely child as well didn't have much friends um, she received classical piano training from the age of four and two white women in the area actually took her under their wing as such and really she was like a prodigy to them and they even raised money and everything to kind of continue her education that was that was interesting to to know about that as well 
Uh, the, the filmmaker, by the way, uh, Liz Carbus, uh, was in the audience when Nina Simone performed um, in the uh, 1976 Montreal Jazz Festival, which is where the film opens and closes. This is really strange, the opening, because you're like, is she going to walk off the stage? Is she having a bit of a mental breakdown? Is she, What's going on with her? It's very weird, yeah. the opening, very unsettling. And she says to the audience, you don't understand me, you don't know what I mean when I say I'm tired. This is my last jazz concert and I'm graduating to a higher plane. So that's what she says. And uh, Garbus was in the audience. And really, <clears throat> the title, What Happened, Miss Simone, is the director's attempt to understand this statement and, and what, what it, what's going on with her. For me, you know, the, uh, the director was extremely lucky. There is so much archive footage out yeah. there of Nina Simone. Huge amounts of photography, uh, videos, uh, radio interviews with her. Interviews, yeah. yeah. And, you know, her daughter, uh, Kelly, and her ex-husband, Andrew, speak on this as well. But for me, it very was... Very candidly. Both very them, candidly. Course, yeah. yeah, very candidly. Um, you know, like, for me, though, the, the way the documentary is it's very paint by numbers documentary telling one, 101 if you know what I mean you know you yeah. have uh, you know archive footage interview stock photo back to the archive you know really the, the director I think was lucky that the subject is so captivating in this for me yeah. it's the way the story is told lets it down but it's an absolute must watch if you're you know into Nina Simone and wanting to know more about her absolutely you're going to love this uh, but for me as you know knowing her music a bit I was still captivated by her and uh, really her, her tragic and often very very melancholic and difficult life that she, she had as well absolutely um, yeah so for me it's about a 3.5 star Oh, we don't do point five. Ah, uh, we do, here. yeah. You're, you, you, that's, you, that's your that's your rating normally. Okay. No, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, uh, the the reason to watch this is because of Nina Simone, and she is fierce in every sense of the word. Fiercely intelligent, fiercely talented, and just fierce. And I can understand why Nicola was a little bit frightened of her <laughs> yeah. because I was as well. But. Um, it, it, we often talk about what makes a good documentary and sometimes a documentary maker will just kind of look into a, a good story, you know what I mean? Uh, they'll start making one kind of a documentary and it'll actually unfold as something else. But this is really a case of the the inspiring central figure is, is the reason to watch it. It's not a particularly... It's a very paint-by-numbers documentary. Very paint-by-numbers, yeah. but, but still a must-see. Um, yeah. We're going to go with number 55 for next week in our random reviews. Okay, 55 is the 2016 movie Lion. Oh, I haven't is, seen this. Okay, so it's about an Indian man who's separated from his mother at the age of five and adopted by an Australian couple. Oh, and Nicole stars, Kidman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dev Patel is in there, I think. Rooney Mara, David Wenham. So I'm looking forward. I've not seen it either. I'm looking forward to watching it. Okay, so Lion for next week. And thanks to everybody who's watching along with us. Now, very quickly, there are quite a number of great movies happening this weekend. There are, yeah. I really wanted to mention tying into Nina Simone tonight at 20 past nine on RT2 Selma, which is the 2014 uh, historical drama directed by Ava DuVernay. Um, and it's based on the 1965 Selma to Montgomery voting rights march initiated uh, by, among other people, Martin Luther King Jr. So uh, that's a really good movie for people to watch. A little bit different then tomorrow night at 20 past nine on RT2 Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, I won't be if, watching. Okay. 
<laughs> but maybe you'll watch actually I don't know if you've seen it but at half nine on RT1 uh, tomorrow night is game night I haven't seen this and okay, I definitely and will watch this yes it's really good fun so it's about a couple who have a, a regular scheduled game night with their friends and um, his estranged brother the husband's estranged brother comes and gets uh, kidnapped during the game okay. night they have to go and find him <laughs> but it's, it's very funny very funny and then also as well unfortunately at the same time on BBC2 on Saturday is I Tonya which is the 2017 great uh, film. biopic mm. of uh, Tonya Harding so it's really good so you know you can pick between those two Okay you need to let everybody out of their misery today because we've everything from Orson Welles to you know <laughs> uh, uh, Alan Stamford and all sorts of stuff uh, tell us who is our mystery voice this week Okay and you, uh, you know people will have seen him in many many movies uh, he played Father Marin in The Exorcist he played uh, Ming the Merciless quite rightly in Flash Gordon he was in Minority Report it is the fantastic actor no longer with us unfortunately Max von Sydow and well done as well to Matty in RD the lads getting it right <laughs> lots of people getting it wrong just goes to show you yeah we're putting we're, you know yeah, we're challenging we them keep it keep it a little bit at, at difficulty level hard yeah well done to all involved and thank you as always for jam-packed real reviews thank you very much even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.